episode 25. And it's the 25th of December. And that's a special date, apparently, to some people out there. I think it's something called Christingle. Christingle. Or Christmas. I think that's what the uh, the folks call it these days. But happy Hanukkah, happy Christmas, happy, I don't know, winter solstice. Happy Celebrate a Snowman Day, even though there's no snow because of global warming in the UK right now. I am here with, as always, well, not always, but most times, the Unicorn Slayer, aka Pete Saylor. Merry Christmas. And we are joined, and it's great that we are joined with the absolutely, and he is a fan favourite too, I have to say. Fan favourite to me. Um, and I, I'm all that matters. And that is the Urban Oracle, aka Shaq Say Hello. Happy holidays. Hey, see, you, that's the most PC you can ever be. <laughs> this is episode 25 of FIA Goes PC. I am your host, Rebel Zen, aka Danny Hale. And we are here, just the three of us. Our producer is in Lanzafar. Doing, she just left us. She has, yeah. Well, you say Christmas, it gets cold. She has to go to where it's warm, yeah. which is the other side of the planet. So that's fantastic. Yes. So Hi Win out there in Hong Kong, she uh, she she must be having a good time because yeah. you know leaving us like here in the cold and wintry, you know, spaces. It is it is it is a bit evil. Yeah. You are right. Mm. So anyway, we're going to give you a very very good Christmas special. Well, seasonal special, we should call it really. We have to be very careful these days, don't we? Mm. What's your take? We'll start off with that conversation. <laughs> what is your take on uh, the news in America that Donald Trump is going to call it Christmas again? Not seasonal greetings or whatever. I mean, should be. Should be. Yeah. Yeah? It is Christmas. It is? I mean, obviously not everybody celebrates it, but it's still Christmas. It's a designated Christmas mm. spot, but it was yeah. Chris Dingle once, which was a pagan holiday. Yeah. So how's that in common? Big fir trees and Norwegian, mm. yeah. All the Vikings like to have tinsel in their trees. Very strange people. It's very, it's very true. I can imagine Viking boats now with all their skull and crossbones and all their daggers and pikes and stuff like that, and, and they just tinsel. Oh yeah, tinsel and Santa hats. Yeah, that scared the life out of me. Big hairy guys with axes coming in with fairy lights all over their boats. Make of it, would you? Yeah. Honestly, it's a better history. Isn't and they it? brought gifts, and one of them was called Santa Claus. It's all true. We've just rewritten, therefore, Viking history, mm. which is always on fact. <laughs> it's very true. So um, what I want to go through today is obviously uh, we will deal with memories of Christmas, and uh, I can shed some light in what Christmas is like in different areas around the world. Mm. But we'll go through everyone first. So peace. You're usually working on Christmas, so we want to avoid those stories because they're quite, they bleed into the same thing. I will say, though, on the topic of you working at Frankie and Benny's, what is it like at Christmas? Big turnout? Quiet, generally. Is it? We normally get a few in on Christmas Eve, but especially Boxing Day, it's absolutely dead. Except for you guys working there. So it's a good, do you get to eat everything that's not sold? Do you have a massive buffet? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> we're, all, we're all cooked to order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there isn't anything that isn't sold. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Mm. That's good stuff. Because I was always imagining, like, you'd get one or two of the people coming in at Christmas. I'll probably be one of them. Sitting on their own. Is that is that often the case? Or do you get families? Or? Not really. It's, um, I mean, especially in the weeks leading up to Christmas, which are our busiest weeks. It's a lot of parties, a lot of um, companies. Right. Um, oh, parties, big functions. parties. Mm. 
lot of that going on before Christmas. Right. And a few afterwards as well. But Christmas Day, pretty much dead. Christmas Day, we're not open. Oh, okay. Luckily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most places are open on Christmas Day. Um, the cinema opposite us, will they? What? On mm-hmm. Christmas? Oh, it's actually, that's, on Christmas, yeah, that's, that's actually a, a big thing in the USA. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people, because they, they have the Christmas spot movie. Yeah. And so it used to be like a family movie and then something completely not family mm. orientated these days. Mm. I think Star Wars will be the big one this mm. year. Yeah. Um, You've got to think as well, there are um, growing numbers of people in the country that don't celebrate Christmas. Mm. So there are things open to cater to them. Mm. That is true. Mm. Um, we have the Christmas opening uh, hours in, in malls usually now. Yes. It is quite intriguing really because... Having the knowledge, I'll get to this uh, uh, later, but because we're talking about commercial Christmas, it's quite interesting when you, you're in LA, everything does that shutdown thing too. I had a very similar experience to what I imagine Frankie and Ben is being like in Los Angeles, where there's like a diner. And in the diner, I was pretty much on my own at night on Christmas because I was there on my own at the time. And it was literally this weird experience, me and probably three other dudes in this massive restaurant, you know. And uh, it's 24 hours, so you could really enjoy Christmas. <laughs> Start there early in the morning, go through the night, you know. But um, that was different. Have you heard about Christmas Day in Japan? What's that? What, um, what, what am I meant to hear? <laughs> okay, tell me. Well, Christmas obviously isn't a celebrated holiday for much of Japan. Well, it, it, is, it, it is in a commercial sense. Mm, yeah. It is in a commercial sense, for sure. But for some reason, that I don't know the reason, they all go to KFC. On Christmas uh, Day, yeah, I did hear that. Every yeah. single KFC is fully booked out on Christmas Day. It's actually mm. very similar in Hong Kong mm. um, because people like their chicken yeah. in Asia. But uh, yeah, I've I've seen things in McDonald's as well in Japan. Mm. That's quite busy as well. It, it's an interesting thing because it's a novelty. So if you take Christmas for example in Hong Kong, it's definitely celebrated. Mm. I was having this debate with Wim before she left actually because. One thing I was saying is for us, it's quite, everything's quite, especially when we were kids, being in church, everything's based around that. Yeah. You'll have your midnight mass, you'll mm. have, you know, everything becomes a communal thing. And back in the day, when gifts, uh, uh, we were in a transition generation, because our parents, well, my parents are a bit older than your parents, were lucky to get coal and a satsuma, you know. <laughs> it was it was weird, because the gifts were kind of like based on a humble, mm. you know, yeah. option. Whereas for us, it became the kind of stuck in field generation and everything's quite awesome. But I always remember at Christmas going to church with my best mate, Matthew, who's one of the only kids in the village. And we'd always do the compare. Like, what did you get? Or, you know, all of this stuff. Mm. But because we had this tradition of opening presents in sort of around the room. So one person, then the next person, then the next person and making lists of who to thank afterwards, you know. Yeah. And anything you didn't like, you don't thank him. You just <laughs> just go around with a shotgun or something. Oh my God. Yeah, just a, just a nerve. You don't Christmas use... in Reddit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was funny because, like, you would always have these um, comparisons, and our family was always late for everything. So we'd have dinner, like, nearly at midnight. We'd, you know, everything was sort of a slow day, you know. Mm. So I hadn't opened nothing. 
So my best mate was always like, oh, I've got all of this amazing stuff. Have you done anything yet? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I've got to, to wait. And that sets you up for a lot of disappointment because they set the meter high, you know. So did you not do the whole, you'd be up at the crack of dawn at 7 a.m. to go and open your presents? Because that's well, what we did. This is the thing about me, Pete. When I was a kid, I liked sleeping. Yeah, same. You know what I mean? So, it did... so did I, but that day. Yeah, yeah, that was a special one. For me, it didn't really matter. Because I, I, I've always been quite nocturnal, so I'd go to bed quite late. And I remember, especially Christmas, when it was sort of early 80s, you had so much good television. Like, it was always at Christmas, you'd have the Star Wars films playing, Back to the Future, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You'd always stay up late and watch marathon films, mm-hmm. at least I did. And so, no, I didn't get up. <laughs> In fact, I was probably the one that never wanted to get up, you know. It was, uh, it was a weird one. But yeah, I'm never too excited. I had a similar thing in Florida. You know how when you have all of these big journeys, you do the Disneyland and all of this stuff. It was a similar thing to Christmas. Most of me wanted to be the guy that springs out of bed in the morning going, right, adventure, let's (laughs) do this thing. But when it came to like doing exactly what I wanted to do, Magic Kingdom or something like this, you'd usually have to wake stupid early to avoid the lines, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when there's like that breakfast deal or whatever. And I remember my mom coming in and saying, oh, you got to get up and all that, which was basically like cornering a Bengal tiger in a cage. <laughs> you know, it was like, <laughs> all of this kind of crazy happened. And so she'd come in and sort of poke me with a stick from far, you know, with a cup of tea or something like, here you go. You know, and I'd just literally roar at her. And it was this one day where we'd done so much stuff leading to that one day that I was like, I don't want to have fun today, mom. I just want to sleep. <laughs> so yeah, Christmas was like that mm. <laughs> when I get up had to get up for church hated it hated it so mm. much mm. especially in the uh, middle of winter where it was like stupid cold yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we used to go in and take some of our presents with us oh did you and go, yeah and go and show the vicar what we got for Christmas that's <laughs> awesome man see ours wasn't that friendly it was a bit more well I just I don't know it's very sobering it was I think church on a Sunday essentially when when you're in the teenage years especially, is literally to get a hangover cure, to be honest. Because <laughs> your brain just can't cope that early in the morning when it's like they do the sermon thing yeah. and it's like uh, the morality of whatever. And uh, we'd all lost it. But Sunday school was good. They did like the advent calendar stuff and then we'd always do like crafts and that was yeah, when we were slightly was. older. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Mm. It's a good time. Mm. It's the kind of tradition, I think, it sounds really weird, this is, but we have the tradition of sending out Christmas cards, right? Mm. And a lot of the front covers of the old-style Christmas cards look like England in snow and, you know, all of these sites or things we've seen growing up. Yeah. Not the boring. That, that hasn't <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> it would be a bit different when that happened. But we always get these traditional things. And I remember it was rich, really, a picture of life. You'd always have the church and the community going to church or whatever. And it was pretty much what you lived on Christmas, you know. So to compare that to Hong Kong, they have the traditions. I know that when um, her family, uh, anyone who's sort of had an international relationship with the world uh, from Hong Kong, um, they they apply all of the uh, traditions they picked up, say, in America or whatever. And America has very similar traditions to us. So the one big difference, I think, is that in Thanksgiving, they deal with all of the uh, Christmas meal that we have, mm-hmm. the turkey and yeah. all the size and all of this stuff. But when it comes to Christmas Day, it, it's, 
it sort of splits into like your ethnic backgrounds. Mm. So if you've got an Italian American family, <clears throat> you'll have an Italian food spread. If you've got a Mexican mm. uh, American family, it goes there, Jamaican, etc., etc., African, yeah. all of this, and it's quite an amazing thing, really. Mm. My experience is that people actually open all their uh, presents up on Christmas Eve. They still do. They still do the listing stuff. Yeah. So they keep Christmas Day spare for the cinema or yeah. Poland's yeah. the same. They do their uh, their, their present mm-hmm. opening on Christmas Eve the night before. Okay. And then have to you know the big the big spread on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is which is creeping to the UK. I think. Mm-hmm. Go on. Yeah, you were saying yeah. so. Um, we uh, we had a wall like my parents had a wall saying that we weren't allowed to one wake them up they are to wake up themselves we weren't allowed to wake them up <laughs> if we were awake we had to be quiet as hell and then, <laughs> and then once we were awake we couldn't open our presents until we did something for them to say oh, okay. thank you for the presents so either like we washed the dishes or we uh, hoovered the house or something like that and then they say okay go and open your presents and that's when we go and open up See, so we actually some, they've got that yeah. mapped out that's a damn good idea <laughs> actually yeah. yeah yeah. I was just thinking to myself oh yes all I need to do is do this and then get to open my presents really they just wanted to get the house chores over and done yeah. so they don't have yeah. to do anything when, 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 when you, you suddenly understand that this is happening when you suddenly get to that age where they're like uh, so when you've done the turkey and, the, and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> when, you've, when you've literally done Christmas for us yeah yeah, you can be thankful. <laughs> well, you know, you get a bit older because um, when my mom got married, um, mm. her husband had a few um, kids from his previous marriage who yeah. were a bit younger. Mm. So we did the whole leaving the carrot out for the reindeer and the mince pie. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Another you get, thing, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, yeah sure. You know, you get a bit older when you're the one that's eating it to make it look like... <laughs> so, so yes. But you can't say that to anyone out there who's listening <laughs> because it's actually not... If any of our listeners are under the age of 10, mm. I would be surprised. Mm. But it, yeah, it's true. It's very true. Well, 10 inches, maybe. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically, like, something that was really funny is, like, my mom and dad, this is very typical of my mom and dad, would have a glass of brandy because that's yes. what Santa Claus liked and, and a mince oh, pie. Okay. And yeah. then and then it gets more luxurious and they spread a smoked salmon <laughs> buffet. And, Cheese uh, board. Yeah, yeah. Santa, Santa <laughs> fancies a cigar. Yeah, well, this is, yeah, yeah. This is exactly, this is the last stop on the tour. And so what we're going to do is massive gatto with like 75 cascales, you know. Like in the morning, your dad would be wrecked and really fat. And you're like, what's going on with that, man? Why have you got ice around your face, Dad? So anyway, this is only last year. Um, but no, no, no. It's funny because I, I like the idea, the, the tradition of it. And I think this is bypassed because everything is so religiously uh, intense these days. You know, mm. we're always looking at that. I think when you just let Christmas be Christmas, it's great. It's a yeah. wonderful thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a special sort of feeling with having everybody in the living room, you know, with their heater on, everyone just laughing and joking and just enjoying each other's company that really can't be gained from, yeah. you know, presents. Mm. And, especially you know, especially when all your grandparents are still around you, you know. Exactly. When yeah. we had the whole family set up, it's it's kind of memories that you treasure and yeah. it really is that communal thing. Yeah. It, it's, well, on my, my dad's side, we actually do it on Boxing Day. We all go to my grand and granddad's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's more of us every year mm. with partners and kids and whatever. Yeah. So you're all squeezed into the living room <laughs> yeah. trying to play some kind of game or <laughs> play your cards, right? Or having a little horse racing betting game. Or yeah. It's great fun. Mm-hmm. Watching crazy television. There's a lot no, of crazy. Do you not? Oh, on a Boxing Day, no, it's... Uh, because mm-hmm. when my my grandparents got to a certain age where they couldn't we did the uh the games too and the thing that's important to if you're listening outside in the world because we come from church of england we're quite liberal 
Mm. So the Protestant faith, as opposed to Catholicism, which is really strict, our families get drunk gradually through the day. Of course. So you suddenly get people going, let's play Trivial Pursuit. And at this point, as a kid, yeah. we don't drink, obviously. So yeah. all of our parents are lunatics at this point. <laughs> and they're trying to read the card and seeing triple versions of it. Like, <laughs> and you're like, what are you going on about, you crazy people? You know, so. Well, I don't know about you, but it's, um, there's two days of the year for most people where it's acceptable to have a drink with breakfast. Mm. And we get a we get a Christmas Day morning and we have a we have a glass of Bucks Fizz. Oh nice. Good. Which is champagne and orange juice for those who don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's it for the day. <laughs> At ten o'clock in the morning you go and you want a beer. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it? it's it's a really and it's it's funny because like nowadays it's so easy to sort of see Christmas as this monster holiday. Mm. Um if you're listening in America right now, knowing about Thanksgiving, you have the Black Friday uh, tradition as well. Mm. We've just applied the Black Friday thing. Yeah. We have no thanks. Yeah. We are thankful for nothing in the UK. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so um, we just do the most commercial part of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which yeah, is the, yeah, the Black Friday stuff. Mm. And basically what's interesting to me is that it's become such this commercial monster. We uh, America was... Um, used to sort of set Christmas up a good two months ahead. It's almost, you finish with Halloween, it's Christmas, and mm-hmm. it rolls in straight away. And for years, it never used to be like that in the UK. We used to set everything up pretty much the 1st of December. Yeah. Now we're following yep. the commercial holiday route, and it, it, it's quite weird. And Hong Kong's, this is one thing that's fascinating about Hong Kong, because Hong Kong... When it deals with a holiday, Halloween's really recently come into the kind of forefront of everyone can capitalize on it. So it becomes this huge theme around the city, all the islands and everything. But Christmas especially is is incredible because you have the concept of, you know, the grandeur of Times Square, which Hong Kong has a Times Square, but it's very much based on the New York one. Massive tree, all of this stuff. Of course, you got department stores and they do their spread, which yeah. we used to have quite often here. It's less common now. Um, but basically, everything was dressed up. And it's such an interesting time in Hong Kong because all of the old companies come out with their novelty stuff, you know, the reindeer shape, something yeah, yeah. or whatever. And so you get that feeling, but it is super commercial. And I think Japan would be similar, but I know the sentiment's a little bit more like America in Japan. Mm. Um, due to the American influences Japan had post-World War II. There's a lot of that that stayed, you see. Mm -hmm. So they have uh, more of a Christmas energy. But where it gets really fascinating in South Korea, because they're heavily Christian, it's their holiday too. Mm. So you get the full impact of Christmas in South Korea, you know. Mm. So it's interesting. It'll be a very fascinating documentary to go around the world mm. and how do you celebrate your yeah. 25th of December, yeah. whatever belief you have, you know. <laughs> I would love to do the whole Australian... Oh, yeah, in the beach. summer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know if they actually do do that. Or oh, they I'll, totally do I'll, that, I'll, of course. They've got it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that'd be fantastic one year just to experience it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was always what was weird for me is because um, when you grow up, only knowing the winter like we do mm. and it's freezing cold and we had snow every so often when yeah. we were kids it's less likely now but before we would almost guarantee some mm. point in december yeah. you'd get snow and we have this really strange because our build-up is we go dark around three o'clock in the afternoon and it's almost like there's this kind of weird thing that associates and as soon as it goes that dark that early we know it's Christmas soon, you know, mm. and it's like our school set up. You get the nativity plays or your Christmas mm. 
play or whatever you do at the end of school. You get that gear up kind of atmosphere thing. And when you are in a country that is hot primarily and sunny, it's such a weird feeling. Mm -hmm. Because I remember that being in Los Angeles, you know, in Hollywood. And you'll have all the gimmick. In fact, the Scientology guys, Aaron Hubbard Boulevard, which is like this entire street Mm. dedicated. It's near where the celebrity wing of Scientology is on Hollywood. They have this huge yearly Christmas spread. Mm. And it's like in a back alley, almost like um, where you see in a New York gangster film where you get shot. But it's (laughs) it's basically like a blank lot on Hollywood, one of the older parts where it is the original buildings. And they had the whole thing with fake snow and all of these kind of like Hansel and Gretel houses and stuff. And I'm like... And it's 30 degrees. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, you do realise that's impossible, don't you, right? But it's intriguing, man, because Hong Kong, the weather is quite cold. So you can associate with that. It's a bit like Spain, really. Mm. Um, And Spain, Christmas in Spain is quite strange. You know, it's always strange when Christmas has palm trees near you. Mm. You can't quite fathom it yeah you know but i suppose it's actually truer to think of it like that being the fact that the origins are middle eastern you know so it's 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 an intriguing thing but i think the important thing is when you're saying because like your list off the traditions we can all kind of understand these traditions and i think that's really important about british christmas which i actually think is the best that i've sort of witnessed not biased or nothing I have conflicts with Christmas because no one wants to see their family drunk, let me tell you. Um, But basically, yeah, (laughs) there was great stuff when we were kids. Like, we'd have the village would pull together. Mm. And so you'd go around to different houses on Boxing Day, you know, to celebrate everything, which was great because you just get to see, you know, if I'm going to steal something. (laughs) Um, What would I steal from this dude's house? No, I'm joking. Uh, Of course, we never did that. But um, yeah, no, it's just the thought of that kind of community thing which is really sort of gone you know yeah yeah it has has been slipping away unfortunately i've i've seen it myself like um i've seen kids say that they'd rather um like sit on their phones upstairs rather than spend time with their family and i'm just like it's it's christmas man like especially at christmas yeah, yeah yeah like i've seen like kids they'll just go upstairs and they'll be on you you know they'll be on their phones or be texting tweeting and stuff like that and i'm just like just spend an hour you came all the way over to your nan's house spend some time with your family like, Although i've got to say that i would be quite often uh, curled up with a book when i was a kid yeah, I think, I mean, version of a yeah, but I think, I think it's also like if you get something that's an activity on Christmas, mm-hmm. so, um, for example, a video game console or something like this, you, you, you always get to that point sort of after you've eaten and you get that leeway of go upstairs and you can have about two hours, you yeah, know, yeah. and then come back down, yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what, what we are dealing with is this social media world now mm-hmm. where everyone has to talk through their devices. Mm-hmm. And obviously Christmas is a good time to get a new device. Yes. <laughs> so it's almost like everyone's going, I've got a new phone. Yeah, I'm using it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's quite sad to see the commercialism leaning towards that mm. isolation mm. where it used to be community. Mm. But I think that there could be a revival of it down the line, you know, because mm. it is important to sort of, you don't have many times where the whole family is together. None mm. of us really do. And yeah. when it's a big deal, especially when you grow up and you're international based or something like this and you get to come back. Yeah. I had, you know, I'd, I'd had a gap of Christmas with my family for many years. It was almost a 10 year gap. Mm. And when I got back the first year coming back on this journey uh, that we're on right now, 
I actually got to see my nieces. I'd only shared uh, one Christmas with my oldest niece when she was a baby. And that was, you know, it, it, it's great, but everyone's energy is just worn out by the end of the day because you're looking after this, this kid's tearing up stuff and throwing it across the room and all of this. <laughs> but when they were, it was quite fascinating because you have that amazing feeling of, man, that used to be me. And, and you see their eyes and their wonderment and all of these things. And then you can roll reverse and just witness it, which is quite crazy yeah. apart from then your granddad. <laughs> Before yeah. you know it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm worried about, man. Just waking up one Christmas and yeah, yeah. a.m. and just knowing that I'm old yeah. and just like, oh, that's the why don't I enjoy this? That's how the sitcom ends, <laughs> you see. You'll be there and you'll be the one mashed out of your head on rum. And yeah. you'll, we, we all say right now, it'll never be us. But when it is oh, you, yes. yeah. you know. Oh, man. Well, my my housemate's just turned 30 and he said, I'm only getting socks and pants for Christmas now. Yeah. <laughs> that's another <laughs> thing. <laughs> Honestly, that's another thing that's weird is that you get that curve of... Well, you of, enjoy of, getting clothes for Christmas. Well, it's also practicality, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. slippers. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know? My feet were cold. Yeah. So when, 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 when you're a kid, you're throwing them across the room. Oh, <laughs> I got no. a new dressing gown a few years ago. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep your place down. I'll walk off It's gown. a smoking jacket, let's be <laughs> <Yeah>. honest. <laughs> but it's something also that I think in the commercialization of Christmas what's happening quite often you'll notice this at work Shaq is that games they tend to release a lot of stuff before Christmas Mm. and right after Christmas but never at Christmas so a lot of the times I've noticed this growing up when you get to Christmas essentially you've got everything that you want Mm. in that world you know so it's almost like there's nothing left yeah I mean to expand on that point about the games um, Nintendo themselves when they uh, released their new console they said that they were going to release a new game for it every month to keep the uh, sort of library going yeah so they did do they did do that they released a new game every month but it was always around the 23rd or the 24th of each month until we got to December then it was the 1st of December right, they, right, they right, knew right, that right. people they needed as much stuff. time yeah. as possible yeah. to but it's, it's get getting, getting game so hard in this world and I feel for all the parents out there it's getting so hard in this world to to try and battle the corporations that mm-hmm. are releasing stuff because the must sort items are sort of very I don't want to say practical, but we were talking about mobile phones and iPads and this sort of thing. When we were kids, I can't even imagine, like, if I was, like, you know, anything from 4 to sort of 10, 11, 12, something like this, I can't even imagine having a phone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and just this day and age, it's almost like everyone's seeking that smartphone. If they don't get it, they just pull a tantrum or mm-hmm. something. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's quite disturbing. And, and not only that... But it's very much advanced. So it's almost like to pacify your kids, you got to say to your kids, it's there, yeah. but it's on its way from Lapland. You know? yeah. <laughs> it takes a while, you know. Well, I was about 12 or 13 when I first got one. And, and that was purely because um, I'd be going to school on my own and coming back on my yeah. own whatever. Yeah. Way just, just, yeah, just staring in emergency. I think I was maybe 16... It was one of those phones you can only use for five seconds and it cost a grand. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't one of them massive blocky ones in the 80s, but it was, uh, no, it was pretty, pretty bad. I mean, yeah. the, con- the contrast to what, I, what I'm like now compared to what I was like when I was younger, when I first got a phone, I thought it was so useless. 
I was just like, it's a, I get to talk to my mom every now and again, but it's like, I don't need it. So when I was at home, it'd always just be upstairs in a drawer or th- flown, uh, thrown to the other side of my bed and oh, I'm not doing anything with it. We were always prank calling each other. Yeah. We'd be sitting around on a boxing day and everybody's got a phone for <laughs> Oh, yeah. phone is starting. Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Oh, oh you just reminded me because that was one thing that we always did because the first phone sort of uh, that did the free text messages. Yeah. Because it, it started off, we had pages. Mm. Which was so stupid. It's like partial phones. You you had a message. It's the text function. Yeah, it is. It is. You'd have a message that someone sends you, but you couldn't do anything about it until you phone them and then really? type it in. Yeah, it was what? it was one of these ones. Yeah. Then they did one with a keypad thing. Yeah. But I remember like I remember exactly what you're saying. We always did that with text messages. So we'd always be sending something like, you're really stupid across the table. And then someone would pick their phone up and be like, hate you. And, you know. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's like the evolution of the note that you passed your mates. And see yes, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it's, a, it's a weird thing, man. And it's just funny because this is Christmas Day we're talking right now. So mm. it's almost like everyone will have their traditions it is something that we'd love for the world i think to come back to that kind of communal Mm. sense Mm. it's worth doing and anyone who's out there that has to work through christmas and stuff which happens yeah yeah that happens so much nowadays Mm. you know well hi how you doing and uh (laughs) you know get out there and go to frank and benny's and see pete yeah not on christmas day no not on christmas day (laughs) just after christmas day yeah but um, I think it's funny because we've got into our secular world, especially when you're dealing with London and life in London. London used to be, it used to be pretty much my pinnacle Christmas experience. Because when you were kids, and it still is to a point, but all the department stores, like you have Hamleys, you have Harrods, all of this stuff, the Christmas uh, look was literally like going into Oliver Twist. You'd have horse-drawn carriages, guys with top hats. You'd have the chestnuts roasting in the street. (laughs) It was amazing, man. And actually, in Hong Kong, Pete, they roast chestnuts at Christmas in their Hong Kong style. It's got to be said, they're absolutely disgusting. Uh, It can be. I mean, they're an acquired taste. (laughs) Yes. But um, the ones in Hong Kong are quite good. It's weird because these sort of traditions, they pass. And I remember in Spain you would have so many traditions that didn't seem alien to us, mm. but they were very Spanish too, you know, the Latin sort of Catholic style, which is, it's very much a somber, it's quite a somber occasion. It's, it's quite formal. They've actually got a strange one in, um, I think it's the, uh, the Catalonia region in their nativity. Oh yeah. Um, that's got a little figure who is actually just um, squatting and relieving himself oh, okay. in the back of the nativity. <laughs> And that fact in all their nativities. Does it ever say spot the British tourist? <laughs> yeah. It might as well be, yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. that's kind of what we do in Spain, yeah. Um, but Speak for yourself. Well, I'm just kidding. Well, no, actually, I'm, I'm usually the guy on the sideline that all of the locals think is Spanish. Mm-hmm. Watching all of the British crazy go down so all of the locals are talking to me in Spanish I'm understanding like three words C C C, and and we're just watching chaos in front of us like there was this one I mean this isn't Christmas Eve but I'll share it with you anyway but there was this case where it was the um, the nightclub scene so all of the expats were in the nightclubs and it was kind of like Ibiza at the time so it was height of summer and they were all being pulled into police vans you know because they're drunk and disorderly and you're just standing there and there's a road flare. Literally, this came out of nowhere. There was violence. There was chairs thrown. It's very Christmassy, this story. <laughs> yeah. 
So we were literally, there was a line of us just walked into this and just in line, all the Spanish locals and me jaw down on the ground, like what the hell is going on? You know, it literally looked like something you'd see in a news headline. Mm. Um, so I'm usually the guy on the outside looking in. I don't partake in the craziness of it all. It was really strange because you get that height of summer, but when you go there for Christmas, it's really just local only. Mm-hmm. And anyone that lives there that's an expat. So you'd have these... I think the biggest thing that was crazy for me was that they have a vigil where you all have this orange with a candle in it. And at the time, we hadn't done anything like this. And mm. it became something we adopted here. Oranges uh, in the fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd stick, it was like a candle holder, you see. Oh, they've okay. got Donald Trump to hold on. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Another candle with an orange. It's just the most fake uh, tan guy in the yeah. group yeah, that yeah, have to hold a load of candles. <laughs> okay, okay. But it was quite an amazing thing because it was quite somber, as I said. There wasn't much, um, you know... It wasn't very lively. And because of that, I, I feel like I'd experienced an earlier rendition of Christmas, almost before gifts were a big deal. And we had the fortune of going, I've only been there once, and it was when I was a kid, and we had the fortune of my granddad coming with us. Mm. So it was cool, man. It was a good experience, but it was quite hard to hunt down food and stuff because everything yeah. literally shuts down for almost two weeks. Yeah. So it's it's... And we were there for two weeks. <laughs> so you're almost like, what's the point of this? Well, we, you know, we used to have shops open on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, back in the day, we didn't. And no. when, when there was like, uh, it was kind of a four day of nothing. Mm-hmm. And so you're waiting for, you know, close to New Year's or Boxing Day when everything starts opening up again. Mm-hmm. But there was literally, you couldn't go out. You couldn't have a, the, everything was ghost town. Yeah. I, I had to go and top my electricity up on Christmas Day a few years ago. Yeah. And that was still a shop open for that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing if you think about it, because it's almost like since 2000, really, everything's mm-hmm. become, I guess, more tolerant. Yeah. if you will but it's also obviously business needs to be business and yeah. there's a lot of money to be made yeah. at Christmas mm. but it's almost like in the retail world as well growing up you'd have that week before Christmas and it was a blitz it was blitzkrieg and literally everything was open for that time then it just went dead yeah, yeah. but I like that because I think one thing that I find quite disturbing actually and it's if you put this out there and really think about it but it's when you have the Boxing Day sales and the mm, January sales, yeah. it almost dilutes Christmas entirely, mm, you know. Mm. I, I, I keep saying our family should just move Christmas a week later mm. and get everything in the sales. Yeah, but then <laughs> it, it'll adapt. It'll adapt and then yeah. the 25th will pop and it'll be the best day of the world. <laughs> but it's quite weird. It's almost like they're stretching it out, really, you know. Mm. And I always felt sorry for the kids that were born at Christmas or just before Christmas, Yeah, you know. Because you have everything in one day, don't yeah, you? Exactly. And then nothing for the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah, we, we all get two days, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, Boxing Day sales. I mean, um, I used to work in Merry Hill over in Dudley, which is a big shopping centre. Yeah, massive. Mm-hmm. Huge and I used to work at the Pizza Hut there. And as soon on Boxing Day, I mean, we've got a next around the corner, um, next to big on their sales. Yeah, clothing there. store. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they're very popular sales. And they'd open early on Boxing Day. And as soon, even before we'd opened our doors, we'd have a queue outside because there's just that many people there on Boxing Day. Yeah. I could never figure it out. That's crazy, man. Because, uh, like, it's like uh, in LA in the Grove, it's it basically all the malls in LA are open air and mm. they're sort of spread up. The Grove is a particularly crazy place because it's almost like a fake town 
I don't want to say fake. It's got the facade of it's all brand spankling new, but it looks like old townhouses and mm. stuff like this. And it does one of the most amazing Christmas setups. The whole place just becomes Christmas. And you got like, I don't know, 74 present or something <laughs> on the floor, you know, and all of these like uh, Cinderella kind of carnival things mm-hmm. that are just built just yeah. with lights and such. It's absolutely amazing to see that at Christmas, but it really is odd, you mm. know, because you, you go there and everything's dressed up like snow. We're obsessed with snow at Christmas yeah. around the world, and yet... <laughs> we, <laughs> you know. don't, we don't get it anymore. I mean, yeah. when, when my mum was a, uh, a kid, uh, late 70s, early 80s, yeah. um, the, the, the canals and the lakes would freeze over. Yeah, She'd of course. She'd yeah. ice skating on them. Yeah. And nowadays you don't get well, jumps, nowadays no. you try and fall straight through. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's been about it's been about five or six years at least since we've but, been proper but, snow. But in fall. Florida you go water skiing. So you know what can you do? <laughs> and get it to buy an alligator. It's all year round in Florida. It's all year round. That's what it is. But it's I just think it's amazing because when you think of Christmas, you conjure up so many images and stuff like mm-hmm. this. One thing that I thought was funny is in the UK, it's more predominant here. I, I suppose in the US, it'll be a fairly big deal in sort of the smaller towns or cities or whatever. But we had carol singers quite yes. a lot. Yeah. Mm. Now, I've told you about my nightmare story in Halloween, where we actually scared our trick-or-treaters with my dad and his shock and this great story. <laughs> I had the worst possible Christmas carol experience because... I had a friend round who was uh, learning to be a chef. He was in catering college and he had this brilliant idea. He was a nightmare. I'm not sure if he passed. I'm not going to mention his name. He might be. <laughs> he might actually be a Michelin star chef now. Yeah. But at the time, he was experimenting. He was in an experimental phase and we were kind of like late teens. So he was really experimental. And we were cooking something where we had to shallow fry. I forget what it was, but we had to shallow fry something in oil. And he mixed it. He was like, oh, it's going to take too long to cook like that, so I'll put in some water for you. Now, yeah, if anyone is listening, never mix oil and water and boil it because it's it's a medieval weapon. Let's put it like that, right? So um, I had no idea he'd done this, Mm. okay? And there's me being an idiot, like, head over the pot, right? The whole thing blew up in my face. I swear it was like something out of a movie. It really yeah. was. You need a sting, then a... <laughs> and it just exploded, right? Well, Jack, I, that explains why he looks like that. Yeah, so it explains... <laughs> We've always wondered. It explains why I've got a head. Um, <laughs> but basically what, what happened was, is it hit me and I had the instinct to, to literally move down so it hit my forehead mm-hmm. rather than my eyes. I would have been blind. Let's yeah. put it like that. So it was inches. Now... I've got kind of Wolverine X-Men healing powers because, you know, I don't know why. I'm just that guy. Uh, I also have uh, the ability to shoot blades out of my fingers. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just the way I was. No, no. Especially if you're a chef. It is, yes. Stay there or do they actually just project? Oh, they just... It's it's a one hit. One hit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it just flew. It killed a small yak. Oh, <laughs> 75 yards. At least, at least you got to eat good oh. that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a vegetarian, yeah. I, ah. it, was, uh, it was good food. Um, well, they don't eat vegetables, so they're, you know, it's okay to eat a vegetarian animal, isn't it? So, um, so anyway, what it was was, um, so my head literally was on fire. So you could see the steam and all of this stuff, and it was bubbling up, almost Freddy Krueger style, you know. No. 
So I went, like, you know, my mate, my mate, I nearly said his name. I'm not going to say his name. My mate basically said, just get some cold water on that, right? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, do you think? (laughs) So I run up the stairs and I'm just whacking my head with like a flannel, you know. And at this point, just scabs up, you know, you got third degree burns pretty much. So my head's literally still steaming at this mm. point, And then the carol singers turn up. <laughs> yeah. So like my folks are nowhere near this place right now. And so I come down the stairs and open a door to a cold wintry night, which makes my head steam even more. <laughs> right. So they've literally been greeted almost by... A freaking guy with his head on fire, right? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So basically, some sort of religious uh, sense. Well, like, the <laughs> thing is, Jack, they literally. I open a door and they're on autopilot, so they all start singing. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. That? Doing that, and I was like, not in the mood, you know, and just slam the door in their faces. So they've never come back. No, <laughs> at least as far as I know. So yeah, that was crazy. Oh, so much stupid stuff happens at Christmas. You know, you know? Scare the hell. Out of it. If I came to bring you Christmas cheer and all I saw was fire coming out of your head, yeah, like Ghost Rider. <laughs> Hi, how you doing, everyone? Um, but yeah, no, that was pretty brutal. I was dead fortunate, to be honest, to not have mad scarring. But I always remember uh, there was always you always had that kind of pre-Christmas story narrative. Like I remember my mom and dad had just discovered Macro, mm. which is Costco basically. It's uh, equivalent of Costco in the USA, and so there were bulk buying all of these things we'd get like a human sized jar of candy you know like and so they'd bring all of this stuff and it was amazing until you realise that half of it was for a raffle Mm. (laughs) for some kind of community thing oh that's amazing dad thanks very much that yeah it's not for you oh what (laughs) so um we'd have that and i i remember getting quite ill because you always get ill that week before when you're a kid it's almost like Everyone at school's got something. Yeah. And it just kills you when you're a, a kid. So it was always a quite surreal time. I think I had the measles as well mm. near Christmas, which was a nice gift. <laughs> there's better there's better gifts, but you know, I mean it you can't you can't throw everything away, can you? Yes, yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna start because we'll start wrapping this up now for everyone at Christmas. I wanna ask you two questions really. What is predominantly your favourite or best Christmas gift stroke memory of a particular Christmas and the other question is what do you usually have at Christmas dinner because everyone's got their own thing and I'm curious I'm curious because everyone's going to be making their Christmas dinner whilst they're hearing this Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you what I'm going to have packet of chips because yeah that's all I've got time after the podcast I'm going to make nothing yeah, I might break into Frankie and Benny's actually. Yeah, I'd have some burgers. Anyway, well, so Peter, start with you. We do the. Um, my mum's vegetarian. Yeah. Um, so she has random things each year. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever she fancies, vegetarian turkey, and yeah. then a nut roast or. Yeah. Most yeah. turkeys are vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, turkeys themselves, <laughs> technically, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 technically, yeah, yeah, not... You don't hear many money in turkeys, do you? It's... Hey, you never know. Yeah, there could <laughs> be. Could be at least one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've, and we've lost it. All right, so. Um, um, yeah, so, we, yeah. We, we still have the whole, uh, <laughs> the whole turkey, um, all your stuffing, all your trimmings. Yeah. Um, we still do that. Yeah. Um, for basically myself and my mum's husband. Yeah. So there's a lot of leftover. Right, right, right. There's a lot of turkey going on in that house. Yeah, I mean, it it does. It lasts 
It lasts four days. He's he literally he's lost so his dumb. mind. Yeah, he's lost it. I think he just saw. I think he mentally just saw that happening. Yeah. All right. So, what's your best gift stroke memory? Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. One of, one of the funny ones though was um, I got a BMX for Christmas. Oh, you when, were that guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, but it, it was one of those years where it had snowed. Yeah. And it, it was too dangerous to go out on a bike. But you did it anyway, right? Well, no. The massive <laughs> box that it came in... Oh, yeah. ...that became a sledge. Oh, I gotcha. That's cool, man. So we spent the whole day going down the hill on a cardboard box. So I got more use out of the box for about the first week than I did from the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. And by the time the snow uh, had left, he was like, I don't want a bike anymore. I was happy <laughs> with the box. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's good, man. So turkey dinner, everything, all the trimmings, all this stuff. Yeah. For the people in America, ours is slightly different. America's quite creative. In fact, the Thanksgiving dinner that America has is very close to what we would have had classically in Victorian times mm-hmm. here if you were wealthy enough. Yeah. Uh, the rest of us were like Oliver Twist and mm-hmm. we had a piece of coal and whatever was thrown on the floor. What's <laughs> um, how I was raised. Oh, and, yeah, of course. Um from the dead so moving on to Shaq your Christmas dinner and yeah. your best memory stroke gift okay so Christmas dinner we have literally every meat that you can think of which yep. is a bit bad considering I have a vegan girlfriend so <laughs> so uh, yeah, but we work around it though we get her what she needs but um, mutton we've got chicken uh, beef uh, lamb uh, my auntie she has these like really really burnt to a crisp lamb because she absolutely loves it Good. nobody good else can that. eat it yeah yeah <laughs> no, I'd be the same she has jerky for Christmas it's exactly, very good yeah. exactly yeah we have like loads of different ways of actually uh, making the chicken so you've got jerk chicken uh, roast chicken grilled chicken like meat is just everywhere yeah. meat is absolutely yeah. everywhere for our dinner so um, we love that and then we have like the peas mashed potatoes and all those things all the trimmings we never eat all of it so we're eating it like days after you know you know yeah it's a buffet that goes on for a month exactly exactly and then best memory ah it's gonna yeah it's gonna have to be that one it's gonna be another gaming one yeah because you know passion for gaming and uh my mom she was really really sad that i couldn't get what i wanted for christmas because what i wanted was a nintendo wii all those years ago (laughs) (laughs) yes and then sold out exactly the the mass exodus exactly exactly they were sold out everywhere in the uk before christmas everybody was telling her to give up there's no way you're gonna get a nintendo wii before christmas so uh she was she was nearly crying because she really wanted to get me this uh gift and then one of her friends was going to australia for a week just before, just before um, uh, Christmas, and she said, "Well, I'm gonna look out in Australia, and you know, if I find one, I'll bring you back one." She was like, "Oh, would you?" So she went to Australia, picked up the last one from like a electronic boutique or something yeah, like that yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from <laughs> Australia, which is the American label of game, which yeah. game used to be called yeah. many moons ago. Yes, yeah, exactly. So um, when I got that, brought it back, and then my mom still convinced me that I didn't have it. So um, she was she was just having me open up all my presents, you know, got everything closed, socks and all that. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, that's it then. And she said, go upstairs. Went upstairs and my Wii was set up there yeah. in front of the that's television. Amazing. I've never been so happy in my life. Yeah, oh, I, I love good. it when your parents do set, like, the setups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, It's very cool. It's one of the greatest things of being a, yeah. a, a parent, really. Mm-hmm. I, I like the whole opening the box myself, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, mm-hmm. I think there's... It's one of these weird things because 
I'll, I'll come on to that in a minute because I'll tell you mine. But um, yeah, that's great. Mm. Was it upside down? <laughs> <laughs> Being an Australian win. I mean, you probably started that way, but you know, my mum put it put it by. It's clever in a way because they have the same region as mm, we exactly, do. Yeah, exactly. So it was lucky that she was going to Australia. Yeah. If she wasn't going to Australia, that'd be it. I wouldn't be able to get a wee for Or that, you'd have had an NTSC and never be able to play it. Exactly. So, <laughs> that would have yeah. been good. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's got to be my, my, my best uh, memory of Christmas. And I know it's a materialistic one, you know. I wish I could tell well, you that, you know. I don't know because I think you appreciate the fact that so much was pulled together to yeah, make that exactly, happen. Exactly, exactly. And the so, funny one went yeah. so far out, yeah. out of the way. And set it, it up mm-hmm. as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, almost, you almost know, Shaq, <coughs> in a parental logic because uh, mine have done that with a few things for me and my sister. They always had the star thing and they always separated we never knew about it and it was often something we never expected mm. at all we never asked for it we never knew it was going to happen but I'd always set it up and I actually like it's a bit of theatre then isn't it Yeah. because you're actually blown away as a little yeah. kid I can just see you literally <laughs> seeing that and being absolutely mind I was screaming the house down I couldn't believe it all my family was laughing and joking and I was yeah, just like yeah. I've got it I've got it I've got it <laughs> But it's what you want. But that's when it works. Yeah, you see. Yeah, how long did it take definitely. you to play on it, though? Uh, how long did it take? Yeah, like after you saw it. Oh, well, you know, Christmas, so I couldn't play on it that day. Yeah. I probably played like 10 minutes of it, and my mum said, right, back downstairs. <laughs> so... <laughs> You smelt it, now come back. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You, got, you got one bowl. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Literally, that was it. And then, um, but my family, uh, they were all like really, they all really liked the Wii as well because of the, like you say, because of the motion control. So yeah. we were all taking it in turns yeah. and having, you know, bowling that sort of thing. So well, it's, it's actually one, it was one of the best kind of Christmas ideas you yeah. could get yeah. for a it, household. It, yeah, it's a really good family kind of thing. It is, yeah. Things did get broken though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had the restraps, so we yeah. made sure that. Oh, I've still managed to smack a glass off the table. Oh, God. But that's you. Yeah. And, and the console wasn't even on. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, just smashing stuff up, man. Exactly. So, so um, what are yours then, Well, my, my, ours is, well, it's really weird. So if I'm at home, it's standard fare, traditional mm. stuff. Uh, that hasn't happened for many years due to the fact that everyone's old, moved away, blah, blah, blah. My grandparents all died. So mm. it becomes, uh, we sort of, spread into the world so to speak one of my most interesting meals i had was the four sicilian american spread which i was in bakersfield and we got to spend time with family out in bakersfield Mm -hmm. and it was literally brilliant in in los angeles Angeles. so bakersfield in california is in the desert Mm. so it's desert community And we had a family sort of Christmas there, and it was absolutely mind blowing, man. Mm-hmm. It's all Sicilian foods, like wow, American Sicilian. So yeah. basically, Frankie yeah. Benz, we eat, <laughs> so like meatball pasta, pasta, meatball pasta, no pizza, meatball pasta. Mm-hmm. But on the build up, because actually that was mind blowing, because it was quite surreal for me. Because on the build up to Christmas in Ventura County, which is where I was living, the whole community came together. So you'd have this huge mixed cultural buffet mm. where it was like Mexican food, Italian food, any ethnic group, Polish, English, whatever. Oh, I made a calzone for it, which was awesome because, you know, everyone that's very to English, it. That yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, well, you know, it's a forget, pie forget of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to contribute with uh, uh, international pie, Pete. That's what it was, uh, <laughs> pie and chips. Um, but basically, like, it was quite a mind opener. And to be in the desert Christmas was mm. ridiculously odd. 
uh, but great in the same sentence. Mm. You're literally in literally sand dunes and cactus. It was absolutely mm. amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was one that I'll never forget. It's a very special memory. And the fact that I think that was the first Christmas I'd had for a while where it was what I knew. Yeah. All the family comes together, everyone's still doing that, and it was it was an amazingly warm experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, not only because I was in a desert, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was great. I think my favourite memory, well, it, it's, it's a very odd one again. I love my memories in Hong Kong because we always host Christmas, mm-hmm. and there's a big, it's like an eight-people meal setup that we have, and I love kind of creating that sort of uh, international well this is Christmas but it's never it's never what I grew up having mm. we do like international spreads and stuff but I like the feeling that you're giving a gift that's practical yeah there's no waste to it you mm. don't get someone something they go oh thanks and yeah. took it over their shoulder you know <laughs> but we try and give them a multicultural Christmas of all of our adventures around the world so you'll have the crackers that is a traditional thing here mm. not to be confused with uh, cheese crackers mm. we have these things that you pull mm. and when they pop they, it's like a little bit of gunpowder it mm. plop, pops and you get this really bad paper hat <laughs> yeah. that makes you look like an idiot yeah. a tiny a, a tiny like kinder surprise toy or something <laughs> and, and a really bad joke a really crap joke yeah. but one year my family got um, these deep philosophical uh, philosophical ones from Marks oh, and Spencer's right. it was almost like um, a Confucianism or something mm. it's tree and falls it, in the forest yeah, well yeah. it was like um, it just really like the stuff you get in a fortune cookie and it killed it killed everything <laughs> someone's like um, if you uh, want to be successful in life, you have to work really hard at it. And you're just like, I want to die right now. You know? Just spend your whole Christmas meal contemplating your own mortality. That's right. One of my, my, favorite, my favorite memory, I've got a lot of memories of gifts and stuff like this we all do, but my favorite memory at Christmas was just before my granddad passed. It was a couple of years, and it was when he was still healthy enough to enjoy it. One of my friends who was uh, with me in drama school had turned up at at my house for Christmas. And so my granddad, who I had never seen drunk in his life, Mm. ever, okay, was completely mashed out on Scrumpy Jack because someone had bought him a ton of cider. (laughs) And I think it was his guilty joy that he always had when none of us are around, you know, his guilty pleasure. And this time he just started whacking it down. And at the time, my my father's mom, my grandmother was still alive as well. And my mom's dad was still alive. So Mm. we had these Mm. clashes of grandparents that you have, the classic clash, you know. And he was so wasted, like, that suddenly out of nowhere, we're just sitting around a table, and he goes, you know, World War II was amazing. What? Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was such a happy time, and we were all like, what? (laughs) You know, and then then you get this kind of thing that you have with a sibling rivalry with the grandparents, because they're the opposite parents. My grandmother suddenly pipes up and goes, I was in the war too, you know, I was there. As if she's looking for relevance, you know. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, you were an accountant, were you? And it suddenly becomes a war in our house. And all the kids are just like, "Uh, what do we do here? Like, you know, but that was awesome. And that was such a, I think that's the kind of thing that if you pay attention, anyone who's listening that gets back with their family, if you are on your mobile device working through Christmas, always make time to have some kind of thing together your family because there is so many gems that you can look at, especially when you leave the country, you you reflect on this kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. Like I can only imagine how kind of 
daunting it was for you leaving the country? Because I've always said it must have been hard leaving your family and leaving the country here. And then like having Christmases away from them as well must have been difficult. Yeah, it, I mean, especially when you're solo, when you're, yeah. when you're experiencing something that's completely in isolation, like America or something like this, when you're not connected to mm. any group or, or you don't have many friends or something at that period, because a lot of people leave mm. LA to go back to their family. So if they're from Texas, they go back, etc. So for a while, yeah, it was it was quite weird, yeah. really weird. Yeah. But the, I think the thing that I just want to mention this because when I'll be out there right now in Hong Kong, the thing that I love about Hong Kong is because it's such an international city, the communal aspect of Christmas is the focus point. The mm. gifts are not really relevant mm. because you have Chinese New Year coming and that's yeah. a big deal. That's yeah. a two-week festival in Hong Kong. So... Christmas is one of these things that's just a good excuse to get everyone together. Mm-hmm. And when you have a mass amount of people, it's amazing because you'll have three or four different parties to go to. And mm-hmm. it's just that community as a focus. And you mm-hmm. watch the kids growing up slowly and then the grandparents getting older, but funnier because mm-hmm. they're going mad. <laughs> um, but basically, like, that's something that I've loved about mm-hmm. Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's extraordinary. But I think... You know, whatever you're doing, especially like with we, we I mentioned briefly with Hanukkah and all of this stuff, there is so many subcultures, and whatever you are doing, just make sure you have time with your family because that, that's what that's what your strength is. Yeah. And for us here, mm-hmm. guys, we get to enjoy our Christmas now. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be with Shaq having all of this stuff he talked about and nibbling on your girlfriend's uh, carrot, whoa, 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 carrot whoa. that she's got. Oh, that's all right. Carrot, Carrot, I was being PC. Don't read into it. I've got to join a vegan pie. But um, basically, that's it for us. Yep. We'll see you on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Well, at least I well, will. You'll hear us on New Year's Day. You will hear us. Oh, you might see us. We might be on the news. Well, if, you have, if, you, if you have got Amazon Prime subscription for Christmas for any reason, yeah. check out Project FIA. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, Pete. That's a good segue. You should. And also get onto YouTube for FIA Gets Chubbed. Chubbed. Mm. Which is our six-episode link to the Amazon Prime show. But Win will tell you all the details, and we hand you over to the East right now for Win with a Rapper. Thanks, guys, and Merry Christmas, season's greetings, and happy holidays to all of our listeners from around the world. Don't forget to watch Project FIA on Amazon.co.uk and Amazon.com. Our YouTube channel is FIA Gets Tubed, Feel free to comment and also reach out to us on Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA.